Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. All right, the Super Bowl is Sunday, and there are hundreds of wagers you can make as far as prop bets go, and it's so nice to have a facility like Oakland right down the road where you can drop in and make those wagers legally and without any kind of hassle. It's pretty simple. Plus, you can make a weekend of it. Live entertainment Saturday night and live racing returns tomorrow. And our buddy Zach Gillum is joining us from down at Oakland on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. What do you say there, Zach? I know you're ready for a big weekend. Absolutely. How are we doing today, guys? Buddy, all is well. I think we are all chomping at the bit for the game. I think we're... I don't know. I'm not really sure what to expect from the game, but I'm hoping it's very competitive. We have had, you know, one of the greatest playoff runs here as far as good games go ever. I mean, if this game is close or competitive, I would think, I mean, Wes, is it an overstatement? I mean, is this the best run of playoff games we've ever had? Oh, my goodness. When you go back to, what, three weeks ago in the divisional round, even wild card weekend was pretty good, but the next weekend was great with four games decided on the uh, final play, the the kicks to win it. And then, I mean, even the championship games were really good. So, yeah, we're on a quieter run. What a six, seven-game run of just exciting down-to-the-wire games. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I mean, it has been, as y'all said, a lot of fun. Um you know, recency bias is a thing, but I do think this has been one of the best postseasons I've ever seen in my lifetime. Well, uh, Zach, a couple of things I want to talk about for the weekend. So, again, live racing is back on Friday. We get double your money, I guess, on stakes races this weekend because the Bayacoa had to be moved to this coming weekend, and that will be joined with the Razorback Handicap, which is $600,000. So you got two great stakes races on Saturday. If you can't make it down, oaklawnanywhere.com or um, – I guess actually it's now betoakland.com or bet.oakland.com. Uh, Buzz22 is your sign-up code if you haven't done that yet. But, uh, Zach, you've got you know live racing coming Friday for the whole weekend. Then Saturday night we've got live music as well. And, actually, there's a special going right now. It's buy one, get one half off for the show on Saturday. So I'm guessing, uh, you know, with everything else going on, people are excited about what's happening then. Yeah, absolutely. As you said, it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Weather looks great. Um, We're going to start off Friday with nine races. Um, Then Saturday we're going to have 11 races. First post is going to be at noon, so we will open the gates at 1030. So Saturday, early post, just for everyone that's listening, we have moved that up. We have some extra races. As you mentioned, $250,000 buy a COA, seven betting interest. Um, looks like a really good betting race considering that it's a you know mid-sized field. 600000 Razorback, nine betting interest, great betting race there as well. And then Saturday night you have the Voices of Rock Radio concert that includes artists from bands of like of the likes of like Kansas, Leonard Skinner, Journey, tickets as you said um, right now you can buy one get one 50 percent off you can't really beat that and then we'll roll right around into thursday we'll have a full day of live racing nine races we will have the first race at 1 p.m and then we have the watch party for the big game so doors open for that at 4 30 kickoff is at 5 30 and that's going to be in our event center if you've not been able to join us for an event there i highly recommend it tickets are starting to move quick as we've mentioned the vip area sold out almost immediately um, but we do still have tables available. Tickets start there at 25 per ticket or 180 for the table. All right, the nuts and bolts of the Super Bowl. Rams are four and a half. Is it still four and a half, Zach, as of today? It is now at four. So it was at okay. four and a half uh, about half the day yesterday, then went back to four. And, and since the game is posted, that's what we've been seeing. It's been going back and forth from that four and a half to four number. All right, Rams are a four-point road, technically, favorite. Uh, against Cincinnati, and I guess from what I read, they're going to be actually going into the 
visitors' locker room is part of the process with the Super Bowl, which just seems weird to me. If I was Cincy, I'd be like, I don't care. But whatever. Anyway, now, they're trying um, to make sure everything is as roadish for the Rams as possible. The Bengals, I, I, I saw this the other day, the Bengals have been wearing their white uniforms and have won in their white uniforms but they're not going to do that. And then there's some crazy Super Bowl stat, like the team in white has won 14 out of the last 17 Super Bowls. The Bengals are choosing to go dark because they want the Rams to be in their road uniform. So anything they can do to make the Rams not feel like this is a home game, the Bengals are doing that. As dark as Bud Walton Arena after a win, Wes? Yes. Okay. Um, What's the money line currently, Zach? Yeah, looking at the money line, Rams currently minus 200. Bengals are at plus 163. Okay, so that hasn't moved, and the over-under has been at 48-and-a-half. We still there? We are still there, 48-and-a-half solid. Hmm. All right, I don't know if you can relinquish this information or if it's privilege, but I'm curious what kinds of props have attracted the most attention in the early going, or maybe in the past even have been the more popular bets for prop bets on the Super Bowl. So I would say the most popular, um, even outside of the Super Bowl, just week-to-week to NFL, is a touchdown score, anytime touchdown score. Um, right now, your favorite in that market, no surprise, Cooper Cup, and he is uh, pretty heavy uh, odds at minus 220. Um, anyone else you're looking at, you're getting plus odds. So, like, the next choice would be Odell Beckham. He's at plus 125. Um I do stand corrected, though. Joe Mixon on the Bengals side is also minus money. He's at minus 109 for any time touchdown score, and Jamar Chase hmm. at minus 103. Um, so so any point in the game? Yes, and that's, that's any time touchdown score. Okay. Um, one well, thing to highlight on these, if you have not listened to our podcast, is if you're looking to wager on one of the quarterbacks and you're looking at the touchdown score, that means they either have to run the touchdown in or catch the pass. So throwing the pass for a touchdown does not count. Wes, here's a unique one, but I like the over on it, honestly. You're going to pull out all the stops in the Super Bowl, right? Remember the Eagles? What was the play called? Philly-Philly a couple of years ago where they threw the ball to the quarterback for a touchdown to, to help them? Yeah. Philly special, thank you. Um, so the over-under on players to compete a pass in this game is two and a half. So whether it's a double pass to a wide receiver, as long as Arkansas isn't doing it, Wes, I'm all on board with this. <laughs> pass to a wide receiver, a running back throws it off of a pitch, Backup quarterback has to come in. A oh. punter, a punter throws a fake uh, pass on a fake punt, a uh, fake field goal. I mean, so it has to be completed, but it's over under two and a half, and the payoff's pretty good, right, Zach? Absolutely, payoff uh, has not moved since the last time we talked, and right now that line is set at two and a half. The over at plus two fifty two, and what that means is for every hundred dollars you wager, you're going to have three fifty two returned to you. So two hundred fifty two profit, hundred dollars with your wager, three fifty two total. The under on that two and a half is at minus three thirty five. Okay, so if you're really confident both quarterbacks are going to stay upright, nobody's going to do anything tricky, then that's your wager. I like the over honestly, but I think if, I I hope there are three. Three different people who complete passes, at least for the Super Bowl. Heck, I hope we get to four or five. I think that'd be fun. So, um, Wes, you got anything you wanted to ask about? I mean, there's another one I've got here, but I'll let you uh, jump on. I got a couple more I was going to ask him about too. Ironically, I heard a uh, a guy on uh, Dan Patrick this morning, and he was talking about prop <laughs> bets. And one of his favorites, and it's uh, honestly I, I agreed with it, and it is Joe Burrow rushing, rushing attempts and rushing yards. Do you have a number on that? Is that something you can bet on at Oakline? So currently looking at Joe Burrow, his rushing yards is set at 12.5. So the over is at minus 112, the under minus 109. Well, well, well. That is something you can get down on. Um, As far as rushing attempts, that is set at 2.5. So 
minus 112 on the over, minus 112 on the under. Interestingly enough, Wes, when we did the Oakland Game Day podcast yesterday, it was at 11.5. So clearly people are thinking Burrow's going to escape for a run or two. We saw him do it in the AFC Championship game. But, Zach, I thought you made a very astute point yesterday on the uh, Oakland Game Day podcast because while passing yards, or sack yards rather, don't go against your rushing total, what did you talk about, Zach? Yeah, we were talking about, and this is a potential wager at the, on the board right now. Um, you know, if you're late in the game, say Bengals are up, and all he has to do is take a knee to end the game. Well, if he takes two or three knees, you know, those yards are going to go against that rushing total. There is a historical bad beat with Patrick Mahomes in rushing total. And if you go back to when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. instead of taking a knee, losing one yard, Mahomes ran around a little bit and lost like five, six, seven yards, took a snap, did the same thing to run off some clock, and, and took a bigger loss, the under hit on Mahomes' rushing yards because of those two kneel downs that weren't kneel downs of a loss of one or two yards. He ran around and took a bigger loss each time. Yeah, that, so, that, I, would, I would have to agree that is a bad beat. Oh, gosh, I puke. The other two things I want to ask about, and this is one that I was talking to Brian Edwards about. We'll visit with him tomorrow. But total sacks in the game. Uh, Wes and Christian, I'm sure you guys remember in the Titans game, in the first playoff game for the Titans as the number one seed, I guess it was Cincinnati's second game after they'd beaten the Raiders. Do you remember how many times the Titans sacked Joe Burrow? Nine. Yes. The total sack number over under is at what, Zach? This is between both teams. Correct. This is currently set at five and a half. The over minus one eighteen. The under minus one hundred six. So you bet one eighteen to win a hundred, over five and a half, or you bet under five and a half to get how much, Zach? What was it again? One hundred six to win. Okay. Wait. This is a total sacks in the game. In the total game, sacks Wes. In the game. Not the Rams sacking Burrow. No. Total sacks in the game. Yeah, because don't you think they'll get to Stafford Overs, at least once or twice? Over is easy money. I'm yeah, and I that's think, what I thought. Yeah, Stafford's going to get sacked a couple of times, and Burrow's going to get sacked. Well, and, and four just or to five go, himself. Go, <laughs> go a little deeper on it, you can actually do total sacks by the Bengals. That's currently set at one and a half. Or you can do total sacks by the Rams. That's currently set at three and a half. So I asked Brian about this specifically, and he, like I said, he kind of poo pooed it. So we're going to get his thoughts on that tomorrow. I'm not sure why. And then, speaking of kneel down, Zach, you can actually wager on, and basically what you're talking about is, is the winning team with the ball at the end of the game or is the team that is behind trying to score with the ball at the end? Hmm. You can wager on a kneel down at the end for the final play, correct? Correct, yes. Will the final play of the game be a quarterback kneel? The yes is currently at minus 190. The no is at plus 150. I wonder percentage-wise. I mean, we can all think of a player or two. From over the years, I mean, the one that pops in my head first is when the Titans and the Rams played, and the Titans went for it and couldn't quite get it on. I think it was the last play of the game where they came up just a yard short or whatever, and I thought that was the last play of the game, but I could be wrong. It was, I'm pretty sure. It it was, yeah. Okay. So I don't know what's more common. I'm guessing, obviously, a kneel down is more common, or it wouldn't be like this from an odd standpoint. But uh, anyway, uh, anything else that's been popular? What about, like, rushing totals, leading rushers, things of that nature? Um, not too much yet. I think a lot of the individual player props of that nature will see more action coming in as we get closer to the game. Um, but something that we were talking about, uh, Joe Burrow rushing yards, another option on that is what will his longest rush be? Um, and that is currently set at eight and a half yards. So if you think he's going to break one, uh, you know, they have a long third down and and deep uh, – they're not having uh, – Sorry, brain, brain, brain 
collapse there. Well, you're going to fit right in around here, bud. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but anyway, yes, if they have, uh, you know, a prevent defense and it's a long yeah. third down, you think he's going to easily bust it for a 10, 11-yard run. Um, I feel like that's a, a fairly low number, uh, an sure. attractive number at 8.5. And, and don't the Rams play a lot of man-to-man defense in the secondary? Yes, uh, with Ramsey and um, yeah, and with them them playing man to man, they got their yeah. backs turned. Burrow yep. takes off running; he's got a chance to break one. That's one of the things we talked about yesterday. And of course, you know, if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, Zach, and it was late in the game, you know, Dak's probably going to try to run one late to try to set him up for better field position. Well, we don't have an over under on how long will the run take. It's just you know mm. going on the yards. Do you have any over unders on how many dumb decisions will be made by head coaches hmm. or offensive coordinators? No, that is that's that un- is not on the board. That's unfortunate. Can uh, you uh, bet on the national anthem and the length it, it is? You know, that is actually uh, what we refer to as a novelty prop, and I have not seen any books offering that. I know the last few years um, the books have really been hurt just based on how much information is out there. Um, I don't know if it was last year or two years ago where the video was released, and within about five minutes everyone took that off the board because, you know, if, if you know the answer, it's not really worth putting out there. Hey, do you have any uh, – I was talking with somebody about this the other day. Bryce Mitchell from Arkansas has a UFC fight on March 5th, I believe. Are those out yet? How, how, and when do they come out for UFC fights? I have been watching specifically for Bryce's fight to post. Um, the only fight from the 5th that has hit the board right now is the Covington fight. Um, so that should be coming out, honestly, maybe this weekend, next weekend. Um, but there is one of the fights posted there. So it, it's really just a matter of time before it hits. It's, it's not uncommon to see those post a month, two, three months out. This weekend, this is the 12th, right? Yeah. Uh, my guy Derek Lewis is fighting, and you can wager on him. I love Derek Lewis. You guys know that. He's fighting um, against a guy named Ty Tuivasa, and he is a huge favorite, minus 190. But you can wager on the UFC card this weekend at Oakland as well. And I don't know what else, Zach, that's been popular. We are talking about Winter Olympics. I don't think any of us really know who to bet on or how to bet the Winter Olympics, but <laughs> if you want to just throw some money on Team USA for something, I did see they were beating the crap out of somebody in men's hockey. But um, anyway, Zach, it's nice to know that you can bet on uh, USA or against them if you don't like them um, as far as their chances down at down in Oakland. Well, and I stayed up a little too late last night. I was watching. I love the, snow, the snowboard cross event. Um, if you're not familiar with that, they start out doing speed heats to get seatings, and then it's four men racing down a mountain. Uh, or women, and last night you could actually, I was looking, you could wager on all this stuff live, so <laughs> wow. after the after the first semifinal heat ran, they had uh, we had odds that were posted for the two people that advanced to the finals, plus the four that were in the, the uh, remaining semifinal heat, and then as soon as that semifinal heat ran, odds updated, you had the four guys in the final, so it's really cool, I don't know how much our, um, li- or how much your listeners are into the Winter Olympics, but it's one of my favorite events every couple years, and there's really so much just like the super bowl we have 650 wagers roughly for this event um winter olympics is no different i'm seeing 1747 1750 right now that you can wager on the winter olympics by the way the united states and canada are next up in men's hockey so you get any canadians who are living down here we got our friend christina liqueur up in uh up in conway but uh, if you're a canadian fan of their hockey they're pretty heavy favorites, minus 225, but if you think the U.S. will find a way, they're plus 180. 
So they are playing, I think, tomorrow night, Zach, if I'm correct here. It looks like Friday at uh, 10 o'clock. The time change thing has got me all, you know, messed up. So I can barely remember what time it is in California, let, let alone what time it is in, in China. But nevertheless, uh, USA and Canada next up on the ice in men's hockey. But curling, uh, we've been paying close attention. You know, the women and the uh, Canadian women have some bad blood in their history as well. And they... Uh, I'm sure that they'll be a factor later on, but it looks like the U.S. and the Czech Republic late tonight you can get down on the uh, the women's hockey as well. Yeah, and then uh, the men's snowboard halfpipe final, which is going to be Sean White's final uh, event, is tonight as well. So he is the current tied huh. for third choice um, to win that. So that's going to be exciting. Okay. Yeah, I saw that the U.S. has kind of stepped their game up a little bit in the medal count. I think they're fourth or fifth now, and... Uh, I know yeah, Lindsay once, Jacob. Once, I was about to say, once Lindsay uh, got that gold, it seemed to yep. break it open. And yeah, I think the United States has four, medals. yeah, four or five golds now. Maybe let's see here. Yeah, four golds and ten overall puts them fourth behind Austria, Norway, and Germany's number one as far as golds go. And it looks like overall medal count, Austria number one. Um, we got some uh, Olympic news. We'll share a little bit later. Zach, anything else we want to hit on for the weekend? Uh, no, we just hope everybody comes and joins us. As we said, the weather's going to be great. Three days of live racing, events every day, big watch party at the end of it to cap off the weekend. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we hope to see you here. All right. Very good, my friend. Appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Yeah, you guys have a great day. See you, Zach. All right.